Glory be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, beloved, I want to welcome you to this week's episode of Glenn Podcast, uh, the official podcast channel of Global Emancipation Ministries, Calgary, Canada. Our mandate is to liberate men through the knowledge of the truth, and they want to give glory to God for how he has been helping us to do just that uh, via this uh, platform and, of course, other venues he has uh, helped us to establish you know, by which men can actually encounter the truth for the liberation they need. I want to encourage you, uh, if you have not yet subscribed to this uh, channel, to uh, kindly do so. You want to subscribe to this uh, podcast channel. Uh, you want to do that on Anchor, Spotify. You can do it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or simply type in um, Glenn Podcast in your Google search box, and it will bring up. You can click on search, and it will bring up all the available listening platforms. Just select anyone of your choice, and uh, you know, subscribe so that you can keep listening to this. Uh, a podcast that way you'll not be missing out on any episode because as soon as episodes are available you'll be notified and you'll not miss out on any portion that the lord may be uh bringing i mean that may be that the lord may have for you on a particular week so it would be very appreciated if you do that and of course subscription is free you're not paying any money just subscribe so that you don't miss out on any episode and also tell those around you to do same that way you'll be doing the work of an evangelist and your reward will not be small for that in the name of Jesus. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this uh, podcast for every week. Thank you so much for taking time to listen. And we want to believe you are applying what the Lord has been ministering to you via this uh, platform. It's a prayer that as you keep applying, the Lord himself will keep giving you wonderful testimonies that will attract people to himself. In the name of Jesus. Uh, if you still wish to learn more about uh, this ministry, you want to know more about Glam. Uh, ministries you want to know, know more about what we do just visit our website at www.glam.org www.glom.org uh, all the information everything you need to know about us is there uh, visit the website and um, if you want to reach out to us you can also use the uh, the contact us uh, portion of the website and just reach out to us also want to encourage you to follow us on social media like all our uh, Facebook pages, Instagram, you can check us out on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, like our pages, follow us and uh, connect with us uh, so you can keep abreast of uh, wonderful and important spiritual updates as they become available. We don't want you to miss out on anything the Lord may be bringing your way, you know. It's because it's because you are there, that's why uh, we keep ministering, you know. We, we, we receive from God to share with you. So want to, we don't want you to miss out on anything the Lord wants you to know. And uh, somebody has said, if you know better, you do better. You can't have too much when it comes to the knowledge of God. The more of God in your life, the more testimony you record, the more beautiful your life will be. The, the, the more you will enjoy the, the freedom that God himself gives. So I want to encourage you to do that. And it's a prayer that the Lord will bless you mightily as you keep doing this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, it's another week and uh, as you know, another week means another episode and the Lord is said to bless us again today. So, He's going to be ministering to us powerfully again. He's going to be sharing His heart with us. And uh, by the time the episode is over, we'll look back and we'll be able to know that we have actually been blessed. But as you know, uh, let's uh, commit this session into the hands of God in prayer before we go uh, deeper into the episode proper. So, let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for yet another week. Thank you for preserving our lives and thanks for bringing us to witness this week in the land of the living. Thanks for your goodness. Thanks for your mercy. Thanks for your loving kindness. 
Thanks for fighting our battles. Thank you for making your word available to us and thanks for giving us the grace to apply even for impact. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this, uh, your children uh, who have been listening to this episode. Thank you for what you are doing in their lives and thanks for what you will still do. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. On that note, Father, we commit this week's episode into your hands. Lord, speak to us afresh. Give us fresh insight into your word and let our hearts be ripe. Let our hearts be ready for the implantation of your word in the name of Jesus. When this session is over, let us look back and have all the cause to glorify your name. Thank you so much for always answering our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So, beloved, once again, I welcome you to this week's episode of uh, Glenn Podcast. And uh, today, the topic before us is allowing the bridegroom to possess his bride. We're going to be considering this topic uh, this week. And the topic is allowing the bridegroom to possess his bride. Uh, We're going to be looking at John chapter 3. John chapter 3, we'll read verse 25 to 30. We're going to be taking our text from John chapter 3. We're going to be reading verse 25 to 30. We'll be reading from the New King James Version. Then there arose a dispute between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing, and all are coming to him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. You yourselves bear me witness that I said I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore this joy of mine is fulfilled. Verse 30. He must increase, but I must decrease. The Lord bless his words in our hearts in Jesus' name. Well, that was the account of John the Baptist. Uh, just by that name alone, John the Baptist was given the assignment to baptize people. Okay? And uh, he was the forerunner of Jesus Christ, you know already. And um, he had already said... He had already said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh the sins of the world. He had already testified that Jesus Christ was actually the one sent by God to take away the sin of the world. But after some time, the disciples of John the Baptist, they saw Jesus. They say he was baptizing somewhere and all people were coming to Jesus. And uh, they came to John the Baptist to find out what's going on. Are you not the baptizer? And John the Baptist said, Did I not tell you I'm not the Christ? I am just a servant. I'm just a foreigner. I was just sent before him. The owner of the bride is the bridegroom. He said, he who has the bride is the bridegroom. And he said, he must decrease. Why the bridegroom increases? He said, he's just the best man. He's just a friend. Okay? So there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with the bridegroom possessing the bride because the bride actually belongs to the bridegroom so my job has just been to be preparing the bride but now that the bridegroom is ready why not have his bride that was the way john responded okay that you can find in that verse 29 of john chapter 3 says he that has the bride is the bridegroom not the best man so jesus christ is the bridegroom the church the souls is the bride according to ezekiel 18 4a ezekiel 18 4a says all souls are mine 
said the Lord. So the souls belong to Jesus. All the all the souls in the church, they, they are connected to him. He's the head of the church. He's the bridegroom. And the church is the bride. There was a job. We as ministers, we as disciples, we as Christians, we are just his best man. Especially as ministers of God. We who are involved in preaching the gospel, reaching out to people, trying to let them understand uh, what God wants. Especially preachers, you know, ministers of God in any capacity. Deacons, deaconesses, prophets, pastors, evangelists, apostles, teachers. Regardless of the, you know, regardless of the area of ministry you are involved in. We are mere we are mere uh, keepers we are mere caretakers of his bride we are just taking care we are preparing the bride okay that's what we do if you look at esther chapter 2 esther chapter 2 1 to the end you will meet a man there called a guy he was the keeper of the women he was not the owner of the women his job was to prepare those women for the king he will make sure, you know, he gave them portions, get them dressed, everything they needed so that they can appear worthy of the king. So a guy was the keeper of women, but he was not the owner of women. So as ministers of God, we are keepers, caretakers of the church, caretakers of the souls that the Lord, that are so precious to the Lord. We are caretakers of those the Lord has saved. All right, we are caretakers of those the Lord has brought into our congregation, the people we are overseeing as bishops, as uh, as apostles. We are not their owner. You are not the owner of your members. Let me say that to you straight away. All the members in your church, I don't care if there are five hundred thousand people per service. It doesn't matter. They all belong to Jesus. All souls are mine. Say the Lord. You are just a caretaker. You are a keeper. You are just a best man. You are not the bridegroom. That should sink very quickly. So don't just look at your the size of your congregation and begin to feel as if you know you are the owner of everybody. No, you are not. A man can receive nothing except he be given from heaven. That's what John said. Okay. So ministers of God, we have to start allowing the bridegroom to possess his bride. You don't want to be a best man to a bridegroom who is snatching away the bride from the bridegroom. You don't want to do that. They provided a chair for the bridegroom. You know, a wedding is about to take place. The bride is coming. You know, they provided a chair for the bridegroom, and the bridegroom is expecting. In fact, on the on the program, in every everybody knows the bridegroom is possessing the bride. Only for you as the best man to now snatch the bride and you now begin to sit in the place of the bridegroom, taking away the bridegroom from his bride and shifting away the attention of the bride from his bridegroom. You are an impostor. You are a traitor. You don't do that. So I don't care your level of anointing. If you are not allowing people to see Jesus, the owner of the bride, you are not in ministry. You are not. Now, we're going to learn some lessons from John the Baptist and uh, from another person. There are two people we'll be considering in this episode. We're going to be learning from John the Baptist. We're going to be learning from Philip the Evangelist. We'll learn from John the Baptist. And we're going to be learning from Philip the Evangelist uh, to understand how to allow the bridegroom to possess his bride. And if you are a minister of God in any capacity, this episode is very, very important to you. It's very important. Because these people were also ministers. John the Baptist was a minister of God, sent by God. Philip the Evangelist was a minister of God, sent by God. 
Now, the very first thing we notice about John the Baptist is that he didn't claim to be who he wasn't. He publicly declared and confessed, I am not the Christ. I'm not the bridegroom. Look at that in John chapter 1, 19 to 20. John 1, 19 to 20. He said, I am not the Christ. I am not the bridegroom. Don't call yourself who you are not. No. You must know who you are. Don't assume you are what you are not. Okay? Now, he also knew he was, he knew who he was, like we said, and he wasn't ashamed or embarrassed to make it known. I am only Christ's best man. I'm a servant. I'm a friend. He wasn't ashamed to declare who he was. In fact, there was a time he was asked, he said, I am a voice in the wilderness. I'm just a voice preparing the way for the Lord. In fact, when Jesus comes, ordinary sandal of his, of his, uh, the sandal of his feet, I'm not even, I'm, I'm not even worthy to untie it. Okay? John chapter 1, 23 and 25. Can you look at John chapter 1, 23 uh, to 25. He knew who he was and he was not ashamed or embarrassed to make it known. I am only Christ's best man. The bridegroom is the owner of the bride. He also seized opportunities to introduce the bridegroom, thereby shifting the bride's attention away from himself to the bridegroom. You know, John had been baptizing, he had been preaching, people only knew John. They didn't know, they didn't know who Jesus was. You want to be baptized, you want to repent of your sin, go, rush to John. People were just rushing there. People were rushing, was baptizing them, make them denounce their ways of sin, you know. So John was shining, so to say. He was raining. He was the shining one. But Jesus had come. And he had already announced, he had said, Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God that taken away the sin of the world. He was the one who had baptized Jesus when Jesus insisted. And what did John do? The moment Jesus arrived on the scene, the moment the bridegroom came on the scene, what did he do? He seized opportunities to introduce the bridegroom, thereby shifting the bride's attention away from himself to the bridegroom. He started pointing people to the bridegroom. Read John chapter 1, 26 to 37. John 1, 26 to 37. And that same text we read, John 3, 25 to 30. And as a result of what he was doing, as a result of shifting people's attention, trying to make them see Jesus and not himself, pointing them to the bridegroom and not to himself, away from himself, people heard him, but they followed Jesus. And he didn't feel any sense of loss. People listened to John, pointing them to Jesus, and they followed Jesus. The Bible says people heard him. They heard him, but followed Jesus. They didn't follow him again. He's done. He had prepared the bride. Now it's time for the bridegroom to take over. Look at John chapter 1, 35 to 37. John 1, 35 to 37. People heard John, but followed Jesus. I have a question for you, ministers of God. When people hear you preach, who do they follow? Answer that. When people hear you, who do they follow? Are you gathering followers or you are gathering followers for Jesus? Are you pointing people to yourself or pointing people to Jesus? In case you don't know how to answer that question, if you are going to be absent in church and your members refuse to come to church service because they know you are not around, they are following you, not Jesus. 
the truth is bitter, but it has to be told. It's only when you are around, that's when people come to church. You are the one they are following. They are not following Jesus. Whether you are around or not, my house shall be called the house of prayer. People should feel free to still come and serve their God with or without you. If people can quote your sayings, everything you have been saying, people can quote it from beginning to the end, but they cannot quote scriptures correctly. They are following you, not Jesus. Your members can quote everything you have been saying from January to December. They can't forget your words. Everything you have been saying, they they memorize it, they meditate on it, they store it in their heart, just your own words. But they don't know how to quote the verses of the Bible correctly. They don't read their own Bible, they just listen to what you say. They can't quote scriptures, they are not developed enough to quote scriptures. They are following you, not Jesus. You are a best man, you know, pointing the attention of the bride to yourself, not to the bridegroom. You need to watch these things. Uh, John the Baptist shifted the attention of the bride away from himself so that they could follow the original owner, bridegroom. Let people hear you, but follow Jesus. Learn to point men to Jesus, not to yourself. You are just a best man, you are just a keeper. You are not the bridegroom. Don't point attention to yourself. Let not your members see just you. Let them see Jesus. It's important. That's how to allow the bridegroom to possess his bride. If not, you are snatching the bride away. Out of all the hundreds of thousands of members that you claim to have, how many of them are members of Jesus? Ask yourself. Your members are hundreds of thousands. Praise God. Congratulations. But how many of them are members of Jesus? How many of them are members of the body of Christ? How many of them have personal relationship with the bridegroom? How many? It's very important we are praised. It's very important we, we do some self-appraisal. We need to check these things. We must allow the bridegroom to possess his bride. Success in ministry is not recording great number of people. Success in ministry is allowing the bridegroom to possess his bride. John said, here is my joy fulfilled. The bride has gone to the bridegroom. That's the joy of the best man. That's the joy of the keeper. When the owner of the bride takes his bride, that's when the best man is happy. Not when the best man snatches the bride away and the bridegroom is left alone. It's very important. John the Baptist spoke about Jesus. People heard him but followed Jesus. And 
John the Baptist did not feel any sense of loss. People left John the Baptist. I mean, people that have been with him, people that he had been raising, people that he had been preparing. In fact, his own disciples, the followers of John the Baptist, they left him alone and they went to Jesus. The one he has been preparing them for. And John did not feel bad. John did not feel any sense of loss. John did not envy Jesus. Now they are now they have left me. They have now gone to Jesus. Because that was his job, anyways. He was preparing people to go meet the Lord. That was what he was doing. He didn't feel any sense of loss. He opened his mouth and said, I must decrease while he's increasing. The more the bridegroom increases, the more my joy. I don't mind decreasing as long as he is increasing. So as a minister of God, you want to tell yourself, I don't mind if no member of my church can quote any of my sayings. But if they can quote the word of God currently, I am happy. I will decrease that, that Jesus might increase in my congregation. That should be your prayer. In the ministry God has given to me, Lord, let me decrease so that you can increase. Let people not see me. Let them see Jesus. People should hear you, but follow Jesus. Let's look at Philip the Evangelist. A second example, Philip the Evangelist. You can read his story in Acts chapter 8, 4 to 8. Acts chapter 8. Philip knew what he was called to do and he did it wholeheartedly. He remained in his calling as an evangelist. And God also used him mightily. Acts 8, 4 to 8. He didn't say, no, I want to be an apostle. I want to be a prophet. I want. He stayed as an evangelist. Yeah, he, he remained in his calling. Apostle Paul said, abide in your calling. That's what Philip did. He stayed as an evangelist. He knew what God called him to do and that was what he did. The main secret of Philip's great exploits in ministry as recorded in scriptures is that he wasn't only he, he, he wasn't concerned about himself. He only revealed the bridegroom to the people. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says he, he, he never preached church. He didn't preach denomination. He didn't preach human ideas. He didn't preach philosophy. Everywhere he went, he preached Christ. The Bible says he went to Samaria and he preached Christ to them. Everywhere Philip went, he kept preaching Christ. And as a result, the people came to Christ when they heard him, not to his church or his house. Acts 8, verse 5 and 35. Acts 8, 5 and 35. Uh, uh, Philip the evangelist preached Christ everywhere he went. He didn't preach his ideas. He didn't preach his experience. He didn't preach what he felt he needed to preach. He didn't preach philosophy. He didn't preach psychology. He didn't preach denomination. He didn't say, no, it has to be Methodist. It has to be Catholic. It has to be uh, redeemed. It has to be winners. He didn't bother with any of those things. He, that was not his business. That was not his calling. He preached Christ and Christ alone. And as a result, people came to Christ let me tell you quickly, people will always come to what you preach to them. That's it. If you keep preaching yourself on the pulpit, people will come to you. Because their faith will be in you. But if you preach Christ, people will come to Christ and their faith will be in Christ. So, whether you leave that church or not, whether you die or you remain alive, whether you are no more, People will remain with Christ because it was Christ you preached to them. Stop preaching your denomination for God's sake. Please. It's an error in the body of Christ. 
you go on evangelism and out of 15 minutes everything you keep telling sinners everything you keep telling the people you want to preach to i mean the people you're preaching to is about your church your denomination your practices what are you winning souls to your denomination or to jesus and that's why when that fellow you are preaching to uh, decide to accept jesus christ in quotes he has actually accepted your denomination so that person cannot function elsewhere unless he or she finds him herself in your denomination that's why some people who call themselves christians they can't worship elsewhere if it's not that their denomination they, they are not worshiping again as if jesus is divided jesus is jesus it's one there are no denominations in heaven you won't get to heaven and find catholic and find methodist and find anything no jesus is the head of the church the church is one jesus is one the body of christ is not divided that's why jesus kept praying in john chapter 17 before he left this planet he kept praying god make these ones one as if he knew we we're going to be divided preach jesus philip the evangelist preached christ and people followed christ if you preach money people will follow money if you preach fame people will go after fame if you preach yourself people will come to you they will follow you if you preach scriptures, people will read and understand scriptures. If you preach the word of God, people, the faith of people will stand in the word of God. When you preach Christ, people will follow Christ. Philip the evangelist went everywhere preaching Christ, not denominations. Not what he can do. Not what he has done, but Christ. Christ. Apostle Paul said, I desire to know nothing else among you than Christ and him crucified. Period. I don't want to know anything else. Christ and Christ alone. It's very important. That's why, that's why he had wonderful testimonies in ministry. When you point people to Jesus, people will go to Jesus. We are only reapers. If you look at John chapter four, uh, John chapter four, verse thirty-eight, we are only reapers. We are only called to go and reap. We are not the owners of the harvest. When the when the Bible says, when Jesus Christ saw people, he said, "Were scattered like sheep, uh, sheep without shepherd." And he said, "The harvest indeed is ripe. The harvest is great, but the laborers are few." What did Jesus say immediately? He said, "Pray ye to the God of harvest." that he may send laborers into his harvest he's the owner of the harvest not you he's the owner all souls are mine the earth is the laws and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein you are not an owner of anything there's no landlord anywhere only god is the original landlord if he gives you a portion congratulations but the Lord is the owner of everyone. Preach Christ. Preach the bridegroom. Don't stop confusing the bride. The bride does not even know the husband again. Don't do that. Let the bride know her husband. The husband is Jesus. Allow 
the bridegroom to possess his bride. Stop standing in the way of the bridegroom. Stop preventing the bride from having contact with the bridegroom. Stop allowing people to just be seeing you without seeing Jesus. Allow the bridegroom to possess his bride. If you have been caught in the web of preaching something else apart from Christ, repent. Repent. Only Jesus saves. Nothing more. Not your English. Not your French. Not your nice composed, you know, nicely composed message. Only Jesus. Jesus alone. The Bible says the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. It, the word of God does not need your help. He is potent enough to generate results. Just preach it. That's all. Preach the word. Apostle Paul told Timothy, preach the word. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Preach the word. Who is the word? Jesus Christ is the word of God. That's what Philip the evangelist did. You are called to reveal the bridegroom. Don't become the focus of the bride to the extent that the bride will no longer see the bridegroom. That can be dangerous. Let people hear you, but follow Jesus. Let people hear you, but follow Jesus. Let people hear you, but follow Jesus. John chapter 1, 35 to 37. Allow the bridegroom to possess his bride. It's my prayer that beginning from now, the grace to start pointing people to Jesus. May that grace come upon you in the name of Jesus. Your congregation, your members will not just be following you. They will follow Jesus in your life in the name of Jesus. That's the word of God for you today. You need to consciously decrease and allow Christ to increase in you. My prayer for myself, my prayer for you is that every day of our life, Christ shall be seen in us. The Bible said they look at those disciples and you know they said they were they were they were illiterate, they didn't have knowledge, but they were so they said they took notice that they had been with Jesus. You Jesus is what makes the difference. You can't be with him and your life will just be ordinary. Jesus is what makes the difference. Let people see Jesus in me. That's why that song said, Jesus must be honored in my life. People must see Christ in me. I will rather point people to Jesus than point them to myself because the question is, who am I anyway? It's Jesus. He said, without me, you can do nothing. That's what Jesus said. The bridegroom said, without me, John chapter 15 verse 5, you can do nothing. So why not point them to somebody who can do something? I can't heal you. No matter how many episodes you listen to, I cannot heal an ant. Only Jesus can heal through me. If you have recorded any testimonies, not because I speak very well, it's because Jesus is confirming his word. The word of God is what I preach, it's what I teach, and God confirms his words with signs following. So anything you have recorded, any blessing you have received, any revelation that has come to you, is not because I'm a very good, you know, very good student of the Bible, it's because Jesus is the doer. My job is to reveal the bridegroom. And as long as you, the bride, have contact and you remain in relationship with the bridegroom, your life will keep recording testimonies. That's the way it works. Allow the bridegroom to possess his bride. That is the word of the Lord for you today. If you are still there, you have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, you don't even know the bridegroom at all. And I'm not surprised, maybe that's why you have been following the best man all around. There's somebody called the bridegroom, his name is Jesus. Stop following best men. They all these 
best best don't, don't just follow them they are keepers don't just follow preachers don't follow teachers follow jesus so you want to accept the lordship of jesus Christ over your life you want to have communication you want to have direct relationship with the bridegroom you are going to be saying this prayer after me now say lord jesus you are talking to the bridegroom and say lord jesus i am a sinner i cannot help myself and that's why i need your salvation please come into my life today wash away all my sins and set me free from every bondage that sin has attracted into my life. I confess you as my Lord and Savior today. Please write my name in the book of life and help me to live for you alone from now onward. Also fill me with your Holy Spirit and don't let me ever become a powerless Christian. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Oh, we are so blessed. Thank you for showing us something we might not have been taking note of. Thank you for showing us how we need to allow the bridegroom to possess his bride. Lord, in any way we have been shielding the bride away from you. In any way we have been making people to see us but not see Jesus. In any way we have been raising followers for ourselves but not for Jesus. Lord, have mercy on us and forgive us in the name of Jesus. Beginning from now, the grace to point people to Jesus. The grace to make people hear us but follow Jesus. Release upon us all in the name of Jesus. I pray for all the ministers of the gospel. Ability to point people to the bridegroom like John the Baptist and Philip the Evangelist. Release upon us all in the name of Jesus Christ. And for your children who have decided to surrender their lives to you today, Lord, accept them in the beloved. Wash away all their sins. Wipe away their names from the book of death and write their names in the book of life. Beginning from now, the grace to remain in an unbroken fellowship with the bridegroom. May it come upon this once in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answering our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to congratulate you if you said that prayer of salvation. You are now born again. Uh, according to the word of God, you're a new creature. All things have passed away and all things have become new. And that's why I want you to uh, learn more about this new life. I want you to uh, understand the, how to live this life of relationship with the bridegroom. So you want to grab your Bible and start reading it. Start reading about Jesus. You know, start from Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. You can even start from John directly. Read the New Testament. It has a lot to say about Jesus. Okay, understand how to live this new life look at read his teachings follow his teachings everything all the words of jesus don't joke with them read and understand them and apply them to your life that's how to continue to remain in relationship with him and if you also need other materials and resources that can help you become well established in the lord you can visit our website at www.clom.org www.glom.org there are um, all manners of resources and publications there that can help you become uh, a better devoter, a better follower of Jesus Christ can become make you become a devoted follower of Jesus Christ. And if you want to be part of our weekly online Bible study, you are very much welcome. If I will recommend you become part because that's another venue to learn more about Jesus. Uh, we hold it every Sunday, 5 to 6 p.m. Uh, mountain time, and it's entirely online. We use the Zoom application. So you can come in from any part of the world you, you are. All you need is internet access and a Zoom application. So 
come into the meeting room just click on the banner on top of the home page on our website to bring you straight to the room where the meeting is holding every sunday 5 to 6 p.m mountain time and uh, as soon as you come in somebody will admit you and you'll be part of the fellowship uh, make out time to be part of that then uh, feel free to follow us on social media you know check us out on facebook um twitter instagram uh linkedin just uh, like our pages follow us connect with us so that you can keep abreast of spiritual updates as they become available we we are we are bombarding all these uh, platforms with the word of god because there are a lot of things going on on the internet you know there are immoralities going on there are terrible things going on people use internet for all sorts of things but we are devoted to making internet a place where people can actually fellowship with the lord have access to the word of god that's why we are make daily meditation available uh on these platforms every day all you need to do is to you know like these pages follow us and you can soak the word of god in your heart on a daily basis you know that we when you spend your time with such platforms you don't have time to go check pornography and some other things like that on the internet you can't those things are there you are the one to choose what to what to flow with so when you are busy with you know social media uh, platforms like this you are busy with some of these pages sharing the word of god with you you will have almost no time left to go do anything anymore on the internet so please uh follow uh follow us on this uh social media platforms like our pages that way you keep fellowshipping with whatever the lord is bringing your way via these platforms our prayer that as you do this the lord bless you mightily in the name of jesus i want to hear from you we really want to hear from you so send us a message uh, share your testimonies with us ask questions if you have any uh, also if you want to find out on how you can be part of this ministry just reach out to us uh, use our email address uh, info at glam.org info at glam.org or simply send us a voice message using the same listening platform you are listening with now we want to hear from you and uh, the lord will bless you as you do that in the name of jesus thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of glam podcast i want to believe you have been blessed and if you really have been blessed by this particular episode or probably the previous ones please feel free to share with others around you so that they also can be particulars of what the lord is doing it's a prayer that as you do that the lord will reward you mightily in the name of jesus We'll be here again next week for yet another fresh episode if the Lord has not returned. Until that next week, keep enjoying your freedom in Christ Jesus. God bless you. Bye.